The text for our sermon this morning is the gospel reading, the reading and the teaching us of Simeon and Anna both waiting and being patient. God's grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Please be seated. We see it mentioned a couple of times in our gospel reading that Anna, Simeon, and even Mary and Joseph were waiting. They were patient. Today, we uh, are reminded also by Psalm 111, great are the works of the Lord studied by all who delight in them. We know that the word of God gives us the Holy Spirit. This is what helps us to wait, to be patient. And the Holy Spirit leads us to Jesus and then we have peace. We see that in Simeon today, especially as we are told multiple times that Simeon had the Holy Spirit, and it was given to him by God speaking to him. Speaking to him, of course, in, in a dream or some way we don't know, but also Simeon, Simeon knew the Old Testament, so he had the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit leads us to Jesus, and in Jesus we have peace. The Christmas tree is a very important tradition for all people, but especially Christians. The Christmas tree is the keeper of many precious memories of Christmas's past. There on Christmas trees, you'll find plaster of Paris kindergarten shapes that are supposed to be angels, but there's always a picture of our angels on those old ornaments made by hand with love. There's the Christmas ornament that says baby's first Christmas. There are also ornaments that have been given to us by our parents and grandparents who are now celebrating in heaven with the very angels who greeted those shepherds on that night. The Christmas tree points us to things we cannot hold, nor can we see them. The Christmas tree not only holds memories, but the Christmas tree is also a gathering place. It is a place holder. It's where the gifts are put. It is there that the family gathers on Christmas morning. On Christmas morning, neither the television nor the cell phone screen takes precedent. It is the tree. It has everyone's attention. And for us Christians, it should be very important because this tree should point us and help us to remember the tree of trees, the tree of life, the cross. This is why Christmas trees are important for the Christian, because they summon thoughts and reflections on the tree of Christ, where the true gifts are found. Much like the Christmas tree leads us to gifts, so today we are reminded that that's the role of the Holy Spirit. That the Holy Spirit given to us in the Word of God, given to us in baptism, as we contemplate the Word of God, as we remember our baptism, we see with Simeon that the Holy Spirit leads us to Jesus. And it is there we have peace. 
Now, concerning Simeon as our teacher today, Simeon, we are told, was waiting for the consolation of Israel. This means that Simeon knew the scriptures. He knew the Old Testament. Simeon knew that God would send consolation or comfort for God's people from passages like Isaiah 40, comfort, comfort ye my people. This word also means to console. Simeon was waiting for this consolation. Now, it's not the word consolation, like when you think of a consolation prize. Salvation in the Messiah was not some sort of secondary gift. The consolation gift of the salvation of Israel is the greatest consolation ever. So much so was this consolation that Simeon received that he says now he's prepared for the most tumultuous and stressful and fearful thing we can face in our life, and that is death. The consolation Simeon received, we are told, was from the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit led Simeon to Jesus. He found Jesus in the temple that day because he trusted in God. He lived by faith. He followed the word of God. But many times we do see the faith as some sort of consolation prize. Something that is secondary, maybe, compared to the gifts that we even received this Christmas. And in our life in general, where Simeon was joyful to wait, where Simeon was excited to wait for the consolation of Israel, I think in our lives that's one of the most difficult things to bear. That of being patient on God. That of us also being like Simeon and waiting for God's consolation in our lives. The consolation that we are looking forward to as we carry various crosses. Crosses of illness and sickness. Crosses of caring for an ill spouse or parent or even child. Imagine Simeon and his waiting. How many children and how many times Simeon must have seen young kids being brought into the temple. And we assume Simeon was old. And imagine the years of waiting. And each time he saw a child being brought to the temple, he might wonder, is today the day? He was told by God, Simeon, you're not going to die until you see this child. Imagine every child that, that comes, that Simeon sees first, and it's almost eerie because it almost is like a death sentence for Simeon. Without the promises of God of eternal life and the joy and the consolation that this Messiah would bring, I don't know that Simeon would really even want to be in the temple. But with the help of the Holy Spirit and the faith given to him by the words and promises of God, Simeon is there in the temple looking forward for God's faithfulness. Simeon can carry the heaviest cross and burden that our society has no way of dealing with. Not only that, but in those years of waiting, consider the social aspects of where Simeon lived at this time. 
Not only did he live under the brutal rule of the Roman government, Simeon as a Jew, he was considered not even a, a real citizen. He was kind of a secondary citizen in the Roman Empire. Yet, Simeon knew his consolation wouldn't come from the kings of this world. Not only that, but who was ruling at this time over the Jews? Who was the king of the Jews at this time? It was Herod. He was even more unstable and unpredictable than the Roman rulers. Simeon had every reason to give up hope. Every reason not to be in the temple, not to be faithful to God's command to honor the Sabbath, to be in God's house, to be in prayer, and to contemplate the word of God. Simeon was righteous and devout, we are told. And he was waiting. He was looking forward to the prize, to the gift. And look how many times in our text the Holy Spirit is mentioned. Because it is in this text that we are, we are guided and we are reminded that the Holy Spirit leads us to Jesus. And we see it in Simeon happening real time. So if 2023, as you look back on it if, it, if it had some tough times in it, let Simeon teach you today to be patient. For this is the gift of the Holy Spirit. Remember, love, joy, peace, and patience. Perhaps 2023 was a very trying and difficult year. Maybe it was the same disappointments. But the solution is not to avoid your problems. The solution is not to give up. The solution is not to ignore the crosses that your Lord has given you to, to test you in your patience. But the right answer is to repent. Simeon was patient because he remembered the word of God. Simeon was patient because that very word of God gave him the Holy Spirit and he had faith that the Lord is good, that the Lord forgives us. Now, we're not told that Simeon saw anything extraordinary when the Holy Spirit told him he would not die before seeing the Lord's anointed one. There's no angel mentioned that came and told Simeon. There was no earthquake. There was nothing that we're told because that's not important because the text is trying to direct us to God's word. That now as this child comes, in many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets. But now in these last days, he speaks to us by his son. Simeon waited. All the other noise going on in the world and Simeon was patient. He, he probably leaned on passages like Psalm 27, 14. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. Or Isaiah 40, 31. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. We remember that Isaiah 40 passage because of the wings of the eagles. But really that, that text is saying, wait on the Lord. 
As you wait on the Lord, what we so often see as a burden, Isaiah says is when you're flying on the wings of eagles. Simeon probably also leaned on Psalm 37, 7. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not worry about the one who prospers in his way. Do not worry about the man who carries out all his evil plans. These passages will also give you patience because they will direct you to Jesus. The Holy Spirit will strengthen you as you bring these words to your mind for 2024 and whatever God has in store for you coming this year. Simeon was, of course, waiting for a consolation, but Simeon wasn't looking for rescue from Herod. Simeon wasn't worried about being rescued from the Romans, but his own sin and doubts. And then now we're introduced to two more characters, Mary and Joseph, who also were led by the word of God to the temple to find consolation in Jesus. Because consider how Mary and Joseph's life, what their life had been like up, up to this point, and even still yet after this child who was supposedly from God was born. Not everybody saw the angels. The rumors and lies were still being tossed about by Mary and Joseph and even Jesus into adult life. Remember the, the Jews smirked at Jesus and said, supposedly the son of the carpenter. Consider Mary and Joseph as they were likely laughed at, as even, even probably by their own relatives to be considered unfaithful in their marriage vows. Mary and Joseph, they, under all, this, all these lies, could have pouted. They could have thrown a fit and thought how unfair life is and having to live with God's will for our life. They could have lost their patience and not lived by faith. But no, today we see those who wait on the Lord are rewarded. That Mary and Joseph too, they had to wait. The angel told Joseph to take Mary as his wife. Nobody else witnessed that. Joseph had to live by faith. The angel Gabriel told Mary to keep the child. Both of them had to give a witness to God's word in spite of what everybody thought. They had to give a witness to the truth of God's word that this child was holy and was from the Holy Spirit when everybody in reply would say, sure, Mary and Joseph. But Mary and Joseph, under all of this, this heavy cross, they didn't hold a grudge against God. They didn't say how unfair this is. Mary and Joseph were glad to continue patiently following the requirement of God's law. When Jesus is born, they say, well, what does God require of us now? They went to the temple. They were still eager and joyful to follow God's word, even when it had brought them much suffering. The law of Moses directed them, and in following God's law, what did they receive when they went to the temple? 
They were given another witness to God's mercy, God's faithfulness, and the promise of this son, Jesus. No longer was Gabriel the only witness to Mary. No longer the only witness for Joseph. Now an additional witness for both Mary and Joseph to confirm exactly what God had promised them. The word of God by the Holy Spirit gives Simeon, Mary, and Joseph confidence to find peace in Jesus. And that's for you too. Like Mary and Joseph, you should be willing to endure a heavy cross. Like Mary and Joseph, we should be ready to carry the scorn of the world for remaining faithful. Coming to church when everybody else is having fun. Upholding marriage and respecting marriage like Joseph was willing to do. Living a sexually pure and decent life as we're instructed in the sixth commandment. Or even facing the scorn of your own sinful flesh that doesn't want to learn the scriptures. But imagine Mary and Joseph ignoring the word of God, Simeon and Anna denying the word of God, and they would have deprived themselves of of the peace of Jesus. The more you absent yourself from the word of God, the more you are robbing yourself of peace. But this is why Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Because he calls you all the more, not to a Christmas tree, but to his tree. Like Mary and Joseph, be led by God's word to to endure the scorn of the world. Turn from your own doubts. Be faithful to the word of God. Like Simeon, consider the promises of God so you can be patient. Most of all, though, like Simeon, like Mary and Joseph, like Anna in our reading, Be led to Christ, the Word made flesh. All of these saints today, they are pointed to Christ as the fulfillment of God's promises, and they care not a whim what else is happening in the world. All these folks today are directing our attention to that same source of peace and forgiveness, that we would see Christ as they saw him the fulfillment of God's promise of forgiveness, consolation in a world gone mad, and even perhaps your own personal life gone mad, because it is in Jesus that God's love is shown. Consider this also with Simeon and Anna. Simeon, who says he's now ready to die. Anna, who now an old widow continued even praising a God and telling everybody about Jesus. Simeon and Anna, they hadn't even seen Good Friday. They hadn't witnessed Easter nor the ascension of Jesus to the right hand of God. It is as if all of those things have already happened. They know God is faithful. And you can too. Because as you wait for things that haven't perhaps happened in your life, You can live by faith as they did. And they were joyful to do just that. To mount up on wings of eagles and not see what God has promised. 
They would gladly endure the scorn of thousands of kings. Just like Mary and Joseph and all the saints who've gone before us, those who gave you all those Christmas ornaments, we know where to find the gift of God. We know where true peace is found. In the Christ tree, his cross of forgiveness. For we are made God's family by the gift of baptism. We are given the Holy Spirit in baptism. Peter says, be baptized and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. It is here where we gather around this tree every Sunday. So while you throw the Christmas tree out on the curb or fold it up to put it back in the box, this tree is always here for you when you find your patience running low. It is here we come and gather, we sing, we rejoice. It is here we're surrounded by friends and family, not just our living family, but those who've entered into heaven, those who are the great cloud of witnesses from generations past, all the hosts of heaven gathered with us around this tree. We come here to obey God's commandment, to honor the Sabbath day. It is here that we are given forgiveness. It is here that we are led by the Holy Spirit to find Jesus. And it is here by that Holy Spirit we unwrap the gift of the Lord's Supper. And it is here that we see God is still coming to his people, that God is faithful. This is the light promised to you Gentiles that he still comes to us despite our sin. The Christmas tree may just be a tradition, but it is a tradition that points us to the true tree of life, the Christ tree. And may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord.